Pussy. <laughs> Yo, what's good, Motion Movers? Y'all know what it do and what it don't. We're back with another installment of Millennials in Motion. It's the only place where we give the real, relatable, entertaining spill on adulthood from the black millennial perspective. I'm going to let my co-hosts introduce themselves. Hey, hey, what's good, everybody? You know who it is. Your boy, Marley Maul from the 305, a.k.a. Mr. Bring the Campus Alive, the hottest personality on 90.5, the Flavor Station. And we're back for the second episode of Season 2 of Millennials in Motion. Let's do this. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Camille, back for another episode. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all already know who it is. That girl from the 407, when you get with me, you're in heaven. Haji on the track. So happy to be here. You know, one thing I'm going to say before we get this subject so off, just ignore the haters always. Ignore the haters. Even Who's they, hating? I was even asking they're a in the room question. with you to be away. Ignore question. the haters. But yeah, y'all, y'all know who it is. I don't need no intro. When I say that name, y'all know who it is, Brianna J. You know we don't play. What's up, y'all? It's Nyla. We back in the studio. They trying to treat me like I'm some trash, but we not going for it. Okay, my apologies. What is up, Motion Movers? It's your girl, Nyla Justice. Make sure you stay tuned with us this season by following us on Instagram and TikTok at millennials.in.motion. Thanks, and remember to always stay in motion. Presented by 90.5, The Flavor Station. We're not going to politic no longer. We're going to get right into the first topic. Sexy. Y'all want to talk about sexy first? All right, all right. <laughs> all right, we're going to get into this sexy red conversation. So how y'all, how y'all want to get into okay, it first? I just want the record to show. Cue the sexy red music in the background. Zoom. Shake your dress, shake your dress, shake your dress. You see how how they hypnotize when they just start singing all of that? Okay, I just thought on the record show, as a music connoisseur myself, like as an actual, like, I really enjoy music for what it really is. I don't really regard Sexy Red as a, um, should I say, qua musician? Como se dice? You know, I don't really. She doesn't give me, like, she doesn't give me actual artists. It really just gives me industry plant. And mm. I felt this way since she came out. I do mess with the whole, like, aesthetic. Like, you know, the whole, like, ghetto rock star type of thing. <laughs> like, with the, you know what I'm saying? Like, with the, you know, with the studded belts and the bait hoodies. Like, I mess with that. It's not even about her whole look. But it, nothing about her, to me, personally, is constructive for anybody in our community. So do you think? What do you yeah. think her role? Cause you said she's an industry plant. What do you think her? What is her role in the industry? I really think it's one of those things where, like, they put an artist in a place to just kind of keep us like distracted or just what? keep us from thinking about things that matter. Sexy. Like none of her, none of her music is about anything. I mean, but I ain't gonna lie. You have you have music to where. Don't have no substance to it, but people be rocking to it. But and you then know you have why though? Who actually has substance? The lyricism is there. The the music, everything in it. They put their heart in it, and people still but don't be bumping it of, through. That's because of the vibrations, y'all. I'm not gonna get too deep. No, get too deep. What but you, you know what I'm saying? Music is vibrational, and we're vibrational as well. So like some things, we can be attracted to it, even though even though your body is attracted to something, it doesn't mean that your spirit really resonates with it. Mm. I don't know if y'all peep what I, where I'm going with it, but like, just like, even Ice Spice's music, it's not even about her being from where she's from, like the way she talks or whatever, like, the music itself is just bad. She's shaking like Demi. I like Ice Spice. She's, um, catchy. Well, I like when she with Pink Panther. Yeah, but I like Pink Panthers by herself. She makes great music. Yeah, Pink Panther makes really good music. Let's really get into it. But Pink Panther's been in the game for a minute. I think Pink Panthers is personally above Ice Spice. She is. Sexy Red, Glorilla. Yeah. Glorilla! Because what happened to Glow? I haven't heard no songs. Exactly. Are you serious? You're lying. 
It's okay. probably one I know is with her and Ice Spice. All right, I'm gonna play some. Yeah, Ice Spice kind of ruined it. I guarantee, no I guarantee you heard it. Watch when we get off. You gonna be My like, opinion oh, about Sexy song. Red is that I think her music is fun for the moment, but I don't think it's gonna last. I feel like that's music in general. No. I don't think so. Some music transcends time. Some people are time. generational, and yeah, some music it's always gonna last. Time. Like I can play a Uzi song ten years from now, and it's gonna and be it's still gonna hit. Still gonna I, hit. I don't think Sexy Red is gonna be like they're gonna be. They're gonna be like Sexy it's annoying. But I'm saying I'm not saying like music in general, but I'm saying there's particular songs that are gonna be a hit or miss or it's gonna be but songs no. that are trendy or like the tiktok trend at the time but years later it's gonna be like right what but is some this? people are saying that sexy red is up now like up next like she finna be this generational talent mm-hmm. that our kids are gonna be listening to and, and i like pray my kids red. not listening to sexy red i really do but okay but here's the question though how do y'all feel about megan Stallion? because mm. you can say that i don't like her either i don't either what no nope. like megan megan is a lyricist though so y'all trip she has talent yeah, megan ain't she has um yes she is <laughs> I feel like she know more for her flow than her. Li- her She's a one trick pony though. Like I you know, Ma, he a little rapper. He know a little. I'm just saying, song like song. Megan has never done anything that made me say, "Whoa, she slid." Like, Y'all ain't heard her freestyle like, over the two part. She ate, but she, there's no part. Y'all didn't hear her XXL freestyle. Bro, Girl. to be fair, she got one of those. Don't really be freestyles. But, they don't. But I get what you're saying. Like Ooh, I'm saying, she like she has potential. I think yeah. she's a good overall performer. Like she's, not, she's not a bad. But girl. a rapper alone, a lyricist, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, so, so let then, me go ahead. So then, when Nicki Minaj talks dirty, it's not about talking dirty. It's, it's about being me. tasteful with what you do say. That's the thing. What's tasteful? And I feel like tasteful Nikki is, is like. I'm sorry. No, Tasteful ahead. is like back in the day, for example, like LL Cool J is real good for this. You could do a whole song okay, about. You can't compare LL Cool J. I can't, but style. either way, like your brilliance is shown by your like what you don't have to do. So, for example, you could make a song about sex, or you could make a song about. You know, things that may not be positive to some communities, but it's about the way you word it. You don't have to be explicit with everything you say. That That's shows more vocabulary mm-hmm. when you don't have to be explicit with everything you're saying. Y'all got to think about, like, the amount of songs we grew up to listen, like, literally, and we ain't even realized it was what about, they were about. Like, That's yeah, very like, true. Like, they was really <laughs> sliding in the studio. Like, like y'all ever listen to Blurred Lines? Like, they was, like, that's yeah, a Blurred horrible Lines was song. Crazy. But, like, that was the fourth grade anthem. Like, what? You want it. Hey. So, okay, let me ask this then. Do y'all feel like a lot of the celebrities, the, the musician celebrities now, they're more known for the representation than yes. their music? Definitely. And there's really not much substance to their music, but the representation is what carries them? Yes, because nobody's even making their own music anymore. Mm. I mean, back a lot in the of day, producers. I mean, back in the day, a lot of musicians weren't yes, making their they, music yes. they're performing but that's why yes, they, that's they why. still was making music though and having some input and also I don't know if y'all know this a lot of producers nowadays don't even play instruments a lot of like a lot of everything, well, artists yeah, everything are not digital digital now. Still, yeah, but they're not musicians yeah, anymore like they're not musicians they're so, okay, just like okay define a musician because I feel like there's different variations I mean a musician music. is just somebody who makes music so whether you sing whether you dance what, I mean well dance can be considered but like whether you sing you play an instrument whistling you know just stuff like that like you are a part of the process of creating art right but how you just said a lot of producers they don't play an instrument i don't trust a producer that doesn't play an instrument why because you don't know anything about music in real life that doesn't just because they've never played an instrument that doesn't equate to where they don't take they don't understand music i disagree l take i don't know i feel like your comments are conflicting a little bit i don't think they are if you a producer and you don't play no instrument at all 
not even piano. What if they know how to sing? That's a, that's an instrument. That is an instrument, but still, being able to produce something on electronics, like you have to have some type of knowledge about instrumentation to do that properly. I disagree. I feel like you could still have an understanding of musicality without knowing how to play instruments. Having the experience that helps along that though, but I feel so like that doesn't mean you can't be informed. You, what knowledge. big producer you know? Don't that ask don't me play that. One. I don't. I don't. I don't know producers <laughs> like that. Don't um, ask me that. On the track. Okay. Don't ask me. I'm gonna say. I'm about to say. <laughs> I can't defend my argument in regards to that. I'm, I'm, I'm just, just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. I can't think of a good one that don't know that don't know at least one instrument. And you don't know. You don't know them people don't know how to play no instruments. How you know that? I'm just saying every big producer I know that's good knows how to play an instrument. And that, bro, it play, don't have to playing be an instrument could mean you know how to play one note versus like oh no, you know but you know what I'm trying to say though. I know how to play the recorder. Like if you can if you technically, but I'm saying like if you know how to sight read, you know things about music theory, you have a higher chance of making better music than somebody who's just like you know what I'm saying. Because if you don't have the skill for it and you're just good at it, eventually you're gonna get surpassed by the people who do have that knowledge. So I'm not saying you know for all y'all producers out there who make music, um, kudos to y'all who sent in submissions for our theme song and everything. But um, like I said, if you want to be a producer and you don't know how to play an instrument, take up learning how to sight read for something. Yeah, I think sight reading minimum can help with that. That's the next topic, guys. Literally. Yeah. The sassy man era. Who's topic? Bri, you wanna? Who's topic? <coughs> I didn't put the specific, but I put in relation to the ideal construct. Oh, listen, man. Listen, man. I wanna say. Listen, no, 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 no. I'll go say. I got something. I'll go say. Young man, go, go, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, bro. Get your spiel, bro. I think women right now oh, are just mad. Here we go. <laughs> are mad they don't know what they want, bro. Listen, they're They mad. don't what no, they no, want, bro. What type of podcast are they trying to make this? Women now are mad that men are not within this. They thing. want us to be they, old school. Want, I feel want, like yeah, they want. Yes, they, they want they, the old they, school. They want the old I see. School. I see. We not an old brewing. school. No, <laughs> new school. It's it's new school. Tango. It's nasty. Grow up. Listen. I feel twenty three. New pictures. New cars. New clothes. New new music. New pictures. New school. Everything is new. Okay. Okay. Let's start. Okay. Let's. People can't. I'm gonna say my forever. I'm gonna say no. Let's first start with this. Okay. No. No. What is what is a sassy man? That falls to ask. Okay, man. please give me the definition of, all, of why y'all consider a sassy I was man. Check, last time I checked, a, a girl didn't even submit this topic. Why do we have to explain anything to y'all? I didn't I didn't submit this. Right. I put it in because exactly. I have to have the so You can explain your point of view first, and then we will counteract it. Go ahead, Ryan. Don't be, don't be, don't be trying to stir stuff up but with I'm us. But I'm saying, that's, though. That's Ryan, tell I us what life we, is we did give, We gave our input first, and then we gave... We gave our first ideas, and then we transitioned to asking you all, what do you guys consider a sassy man? Okay, let's do that. So you go go first. It's your topic. Listen, women want want a doormat. No. These new men, we're not doormats. We don't don't allow ourselves. Y'all huffing and puffing with No, don't feed into it. Let him finish. Let him finish. Don't feed into it. Because he has yet to even answer Ryan's question to begin with. I don't know the answer to Ryan's question. All I know is women want a doormat and why we, are you bringing we, up women if the question is about men? That's y'all problem. Because that's what... Uh, but it's based on y'all no, perception. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> we not going to do this again. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Ma. Give me a spiel, man. Give me a spiel. They want a doormat. They want a man that's going to sit there. She gets to walk 
all over him tell him how to act how to how to do this how to men now are just like no i'm not going for that this is how we're gonna do things whenever there's a problem women want us to be like all like just shut up like no like no. men now like to argue we be with we be with y'all all be we be, no we be with we be with the same energy y'all be with that's why it's sassy but that's the point i'm making that's the point i'm making i just don't got like like so you think that's cute it's not about being cute it's just returning it's literally just returning the energy that y'all give y'all see how y'all don't like it y'all think we like it now somebody do need to give a definition of like what is let me look it up Y'all yeah, created it. <coughs> no, we didn't. I ain't creating nothing. Okay, <laughs> while they're finding the technical like, defi- the definition, I'm going to give my perception of the topic in itself. I personally feel like, from my experience, a lot of women will pick and choose when a man needs to do this, that, and a third. And when a man doesn't want to do this, that, and a third, or they have an alternative option, because I feel like back in the day, men were just straightforward to where, okay, if the woman says, I need you to do this, I need your help with this, that, and a third okay but men now they're a lot more open-minded to different situations and whatnot but when we're open-minded oh we're wrong oh we're sassy oh be a man is it open-minded or is it lazy it depends on the circumstance because i feel like before i say that i'm gonna say my point of view and then i'm gonna say my reply so my point of view as far as the whole sassy man topic i feel like it's a teen just a teensy bit redundant for two reasons one because black men in america like y'all the only ones whose masculinity even gets talked about this much and i think it's because everybody's ignoring the fact that slavery happened and y'all masculinity was actually stolen from y'all so i think that's something that we overlook too much when we had these conversations um another thing too is well another thing before i say my reply is it's really to each his own kind of thing like some women like men who are you know just very expressive very open very like that and then people like me for example like i'm not really like uh i talk a lot myself so i'm not really trying to have a man who just who acts like me when it comes to like that social thing i want an action person like so that's what i would say but as far as the whole laziness comment that i made i think with back then everybody's goal was kind of like centrally marriage which means that you had to work a lot harder to get a woman's attention back then because women just were requiring more so now it's to the point where like i don't think that's uh uh-uh you because you gotta let me finish jamal (laughs) no 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 i I am let her speak but no i would say just like now there's so many women that have so many different standards that if a man approaches me and he's like oh yeah like i want this and i'm like well what do i gain out of that oh man bro like he's just gonna go to somebody else who's just gonna be a little easier so i think that's where mm-hmm. that sassy man or whatever you know what i mean i think that's where that comes but why does it have to be considered but easy can i give my perspective it's easy just because like you could have just went the extra mile to court me but instead of doing that you just went to somebody else Else okay, and blame let's, me let's for it. You didn't fit their preference. Let's talk about it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. So, wait let green. me get okay. my perspective. <laughs> Back to the statement you were referring to masculinity in black men. I feel like, yes, I agree with the statement with the whole our masculinity was stripped from us, but I don't think black women realize how toxic they can be when it comes to affecting black men's masculinity because there's a lot of times where black women will attack a black man's masculinity by saying things like oh you're being a sassy man there's times where women will use things like being um like gay as an insult and it's like at the same time they say stuff like oh trying to fight the whole homophobic thing but at the same time they're using being gay as like an insult towards men like oh Mm -hmm. you're sassy like why are you like you know so it's just like if you guys are going to use that approach we have to apply it universally it can't just be for like you feel me like but do you think that men get mad about being called sassy because they correlate it to being gay that's 
the sassy comes that's the from, each his own sa- no 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 sassy is literally a word that was used to describe women so now that you guys are flipping it and using so it so when to they say a man men, is being sassy they're yes. saying you're acting like a woman right yes yeah. okay so that just be my thing i just think it just well that's where my perspective yeah yeah you're, essentially, you're, you're essentially saying you, you're acting like like a girl like but so it's not i like, think it's just yeah. that men are now evolving in the way that they're acting and they're becoming more emotional they're acting more like women so now that women are put in this position they're like dang that's kind of sassy like you acting like me because from the very beginning the man was putting pressure on the woman to be more feminine right so especially as a black woman yeah definitely they were oh you're you're too angry and aggressive so now it's like now you're gonna act like me and it's like it's like uh, now i have no room to even try to be feminine around you because you're doing what i'm doing so i wouldn't say all that but um it, it's just a big social concept in the black community that ultimately is just like, dang, now women are threatened, men are threatened, everybody just want to act who they want to act like. It's just a time, it's just a different, a I different just, age. Yeah. Because men are acting how the old, like, like Ryan said in the beginning, and back in the day, <clears throat> the father of the house was taking care of manly things. He was going to work, paying all the bills while the wife was staying home cooking and cleaning. But now the woman is going to work, paying all the bills, and the man is what sometimes. What household you know like that? A lot of a lot of a lot of households, a lot of are households. Like that. There's been a dad that will stay home with the kids while the mom is getting the money. So okay, yeah, this is what definitely. I would say. I feel like. Back in the day, when there's established gender roles, when there's yeah. guidelines and criteria, not honestly, women couldn't even do certain things back in the day. So, right. it, like you have to realize, the way the world operated back then was based off of not only just like the social construct, but literally the economic, economic yeah. construct of how the world was set up. Like women could not do certain things; they didn't have certain rights. But so that's it forced men to do xyz so now that women have fought for this whole like you know equality thing let's put us on playing on on an even playing well field. i would say so now people are being so now men too are being more expressive about what they want so now I it's like oh you I guys say, I I so we're both ever yes, growing now, now and evolving exactly. so the so way that like, the world oh, is adjusting because how we're sassy. both changing and growing right People are interpreting it in different aspects. Y'all wanted, I believe it. I y'all want it to be looked at on an equal level as men. And now women, now men are yeah, like, okay, if y'all are going to do that, <laughs> I need y'all to look at us the way that we look at y'all. We have emotions too. We have feelings too. We have the XYZ as well. But so now that like, we're tapped more into our emotions, we're right, pretty we're sassy, sassy and feminine. I don't think y'all are getting it though. Because this is not really, like Jamal, your, your point of view would be right if we weren't black. And I hate to be, like I said, it's a history thing. And when it comes to masculinity and femininity and things like that, like, I understand, oh, we fought for this, we fought for that. Black women were not at the forefront of that fight. White women were. And we were not only kind of just, like, used for numbers, but it was to the point where, like, all right, we've already had, like, a bl- we've already had the black family. Like, we've already had that. And the powers that be went out of their way to break that apart like not only during slavery but even during the civil rights movement after that like when welfare first dropped at that point they were literally saying like as a mom with kids you cannot have a man in the house and it's like why can't why can't my why can't the father of my kids live in the house with me for me to be able to pay my rent so when you look at things like that that have been in place for black women and men to be pivoted against each other like that you can't really just say oh y'all fought to be equal so we're treating y'all equal so y'all have to act like we're equal just because black women were put at 
the gender roles were completely opposite for black women versus white women. White women were the ones, oh, I'm at home, I'm cooking and cleaning. Okay, so, all right, pause. Black women but, were, pause. were the head of the household for decades in America. So you, it's mm, it's kind of... Yeah, I got I a quick I question. Can't, can't, Look I it up. I can't agree. I can't agree. I got a quick question. So Ryan and Miami, have anybody ever called your assassin? Yes. Ain't gonna lie. What um, was you doing? Like, what? what yeah, pay, give us a step out the whole. I, I, I block rundown. women. So, I mean, I guess if that's, uh, if that's a sassy that's thing to do, that's I guess so. so. Well, you've, been, you've been called sassy, sassy for blocking? Right. Yep. So, okay, like, I don't agree with stuff. I don't agree with just loosely calling I, men sassy, but at the same time, I have witnessed some things where I don't like to use that word to describe people because I don't think it's good enough. But um, <laughs> I have witnessed some things. And I I'm saw like, a list of things. Yeah, I just be like, sassy. dang, like, why would he even, like, as a All man, right, so why would you do I, that? I will name, say, name some sassy oh. things. Um, no. These are not my opinions, but on the list, it was like typing in lowercase. <laughs> That's man. That's, that's already weird. starting off. That's like, <laughs> like you feel like. What are we talking? No, about, I okay. Right? So I feel like people real, really be making that's up not stuff. Real, like, bro. Let me stuff try to look up, up. No, as far as sassy, I would just say because I like I said, we kind of look to men to just be kind of more like take charge, more nurturing when it comes to certain things, like problem solvers type thing. So if I'm not explaining it, like Listen, I can't. I'll say this to answer your question, Camille. Is the times that I've been called sassy has been in predicaments to where I may have given an answer or my actions may have not reflected how typically the woman expected me to answer or respond. I'll give an example. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody said drinks Malibu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unforgivable. Like, like it's kind of sassy with... for a man to be drinking a lemon drop. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna Only because it's called lemon drop. Yeah, like no shade. No, but they say that because it's sweet. Like it's sweet and yeah. flirty like and like. But but fruity. why is it? But but no. listen, why why can't men because like a man sweet? is like. But when you think of a man, you think of hard okay, okay, bet Ryan. We've been because we've been waiting. I have my example. So actually, now that I have this, but no, 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 no. I'm finna give the example, but I'm saying like this is actually okay. coming from another man calling me sassy type. Another Ooh. man. Yeah. That's sassy. That's yeah. sassy. So, <laughs> so okay. So in the predicament, in the predicament, it was actually one of my coworkers. If you know, you know. But anyways, we was talking about somebody we had saw. He had told the person, "Hey, I really like your dress." And then later on, after we had left. He was like, the dress was ugly. Like, I really did not like that dress. So that was I'm like, so mean. So I'm like, why did you, why did you compliment her saying that you like the dress if you mm -hmm. didn't like it? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't even remember specifically what he said, but he said something in regards to uh, women, this, that, and the third. They like when you compliment them and whatever, whatever. But my thing is, women don't got no problem telling me if I'm putting something on and it don't look good, they gonna let me know. So why should I care? Or why should I feel like I have to compliment them knowing that I don't like what why, they're wearing? So you, you want your off? compliments first huh? before you gonna compliment them? That's not what he said. That's not what he said. No, not, no, no, not, not saying that that person has to compliment him first, but he's saying if it's not ugly, I mean, if it's not cute, he's not gonna go out his way to compliment because he not. Right, but, but he, he said that in itself said. was sassy. He was saying that was sassy. Okay, I and think I'm like, when he said he your was response from, was sassy? Well, I responded to him how I responded Actually, to him. That's what I'm sassy. saying. The reason he said it was sassy is because... It's not the typical response. No, okay. no, no. Because, because no. you're he, not going out of your way to court a woman. That's what he's saying. Because he you're saying. thinking, oh, well, she's not going to tell me I look good. Like, hypothetically, mm -hmm. she, not gonna, she wouldn't have told me I look good if I didn't look good for real. 
So, but I'm but, saying, but, but why would I go out my way? I'm okay, not saying I can't but, compliment yeah. her because there's other things I could compliment her he on. Freaking lied. But I'm like, why what? am I picking yeah, exactly? Yeah, okay, right. but y'all, I think but, I understand but, but where he's coming that's from what because women want, right? they want you to be delusional and lie and don't lie to me. And and Ryan, so why am I going my way to please somebody? I don't even know. That's why I say I understand what you're saying. Like. I don't know like, what he's talking about. You're not even. I understand that's what not, you're saying. Okay, Ryan. okay. Like, I'm why gonna. Do I have to can lie I be the devil's advocate for this one? No, this, no, one, this one time. Because it's like, why do I have to lie to this girl? If I put on something <laughs> that did not look good, I'm y'all would, just y'all not saying anything. Y'all probably wouldn't even tell uh, me. Okay, y'all right, right, listen, right. Can I t- no, because I was already talking first. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> like I was literally talking first. <sighs> y'all would tap y'all friends and be like, "Girl, look what he got on. He look crazy." But. He went out of his way to, you look nice, knowing dang well she did not look nice. Like Yeah, he didn't have to okay. go out of his way to lie. I, I'm going like, to be devil's advocate just this one time. Well, I'll be devil's advocate every time, honestly, because I'm time. just like that. Right. But um, I would just say for him, I can see his point of view because it's like, you may not like that person's outfit like in that moment, but you do find like that them. person attractive so for one. Like first of all, I wouldn't first say, of all, say that. First of all, let's let say me finish my point. Say your hair looks like Let's let me finish nice. my point. But what if like I didn't nails. agree? Let's let me finish my point. Go, okay, go ahead. My so point. you can like that person to the point where it's like, okay, I really don't know when I'm gonna see her again. I really want to have her. I really want to speak to her right now. So let me just like get it off like right like now. But what if I wasn't I like interested? Your nails. Okay, like, but in well, this that's case, not even an issue. Oh, but the, you, okay, you're speaking on his behalf. That's I just okay. said that. I know, I know, but that my bad. So but that still don't go to the fact of why he called Ryan sassy. I'm what I'm saying is he's probably calling Ryan sassy because Ryan's not seeing his points of view. Not necessarily. That, that's even because, more sassy on him. Why are you getting mad? But I would I would disagree. <laughs> just and even because, if I see, I would disagree. that don't mean I gotta agree. Exactly. With him. I would disagree just because personally I feel like I kind of saw what he was kind of trying to do like for me if i'm sitting here like yeah i just like if i hit my homegirl up and i'm like oh yeah girl like this dude suit was kind of but like i'm so happy i saw him today so that's why i just commented on his suit because i couldn't really think anything else to say but like i was happy to see him and she hit me with the girl why would you even compliment him i'm gonna be like girl shut up at least i spoke to my man today <laughs> but i'm saying so, though like if you're that interested in that in him or her why wouldn't you just compliment them in general? Because like, hey, it's one of those hey. things you're so nervous to the point where you don't really know. So you rather lie? Exactly. So you it's rather not lie? about. I rather you not lie. No, 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 no. Because what we're not gonna do is sit up here and act like every single relationship, okay, platonic but... or romantic, is built on honesty. Like a white lie, like I and like I your dress. That's the problem. There's nothing Maybe wrong we with. Should build there's it nothing on wrong with that. If she feels confident in what she has on, but it's like not your ideal setup for what you would have had your girlfriend to wear, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because she's confident. So and he likes. Okay. He likes her confidence but you're not gonna in the say, dress. But I'm not going to say girl, I, I like, like your, your confidence. Dress. But you would never say I like Or you could even say, like, hey, I like the way you carry yourself. No, that's you weird. That. No, that's that weird. How is that weird? Okay, Ryan, but Ryan, Ryan, we did, the dude lied on purpose. The boy that was with Ryan lied on purpose. How do you saying like they I could feel be like nervous and lie on mistake? I mean, he lied. He doesn't like her at all. No. So he just okay, see, but you left that, that out. Haji, you, you made cannot, it seem like he liked. You made it seem like he was this. trying to mac down. He was just no. He literally because was my just whole thing is if that's what he was trying to do, or if he's if he's trying no. to instill confidence in women on campus. Because personally, if I felt like I'm the baddest, 
I don't care if somebody lying to me about me being the baddest because I feel ugly. like I'm the baddest. And I get that from your perspective. But, but what I'm saying, saying on is, his part, he still did a good deed at the end of the day. No, he, he didn't. Did he lied. He lied. It doesn't matter though. She don't know that. But what I'm saying is the truth in this home. But what I'm saying is no, because y'all not understanding the truth in this case. The truth. The truth, which is what, which is what, the dress is ugly, right? The truth is Ryan. Was the dress actually ugly? Yes. <laughs> either way. I was not for the Either way. That that's, that dress either way. Exactly. She gonna think good. she the bomb. Be looking a fool. Okay, next but week. let her think she the bomb though. That's what I'm saying. She, as as a man, know. it should implore you to make somebody feel pretty. Right, but I'm not going to lie to her doing right. that though. Yeah. Then she gonna try to wear that same dress. But on I guess I'm sassy because of that. I wouldn't go as far to call you sassy because of it. But at the same time, it's like if I confess that to you and the first thing you said was that you wouldn't have gave her a compliment despite me telling you that I just gave her one, I would feel away. I'm not saying I wouldn't give her a compliment. He I'm just saying, saying I would just lie? not lie to give yeah. the girl a compliment. But my whole thing is this, like, I could see, I could see if I it was a lie and the truth was, like, actually something that would have, like, really <laughs> been a bitch detriment. <laughs> no. Y'all, no. We're not going to do that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But... The truth in that case is honestly just an opinion. So it doesn't even matter. I just feel like it was just unnecessary. Like It even, was, but it, I feel like it was a nice thing to do. But I'm just saying in multiple circumstances. We all saw Mean Girls. People have called me sassy for situations like that because I, uh, what I said or what I did didn't agree with what they typically thought I should. I, that's ag- what I'm saying. I think the reason you think they're calling you sassy is wrong. And huh? to end it all, I feel like if I was a guy and, a, and somebody called me sassy, well, give it up. I, would I wouldn't care. Like, LOL. <laughs> What it do, y'all? It's your girl, Camille. Make sure y'all go ahead and tap into our social media platforms. Instagram and TikTok is both millennials.in.motion. Millennials.in.motion. Make sure y'all go ahead and give us a follow and continue listening. I don't know if y'all have been on TikTok recently, but the teachers are saying that the kids are dumb. Yeah, I have I they bone, ain't I have a bone to pick with them. No, they did. They're kind of saying they that. They did. They said them sixth graders are reading on At a, a third, second, second grade, third, third grade, grade level. level. Yeah. And that they're bringing it up to the parents, and they are being like, well, my baby can read. She's just nervous. But then mm-hmm. they have them read, and the baby can't read. So how do you, and okay. the parents actually oh. don't want to hold them back. So it's like, what are we doing now? Because now we're going to have dumb doctors, dumb lawyers. They're not going to make it. That. They're not going to so do that. But we need but them, though. No, so. just think about it. What in in the collegiate level, who's actually learning? Everybody's chat GBTing. Everybody's well, cheating. The average, and checking. nobody is learning. <laughs> the average reading level of all Americans is eighth grade reading level. So that's, that's one a, thing. That's a problem. But one thing I will say is I feel like just demographic or just a part of this whole argument that the people on TikTok are leaving out is that it's literally our government. And I'm going to explain most reasons why. One, that whole no child left behind thing, mm-hmm. that, that happened just so that they could literally just pass students up because they didn't have the energy or the time or the funding to teach students the knowledge they needed to know before passing it into the next level. They didn't have the Second, funding? No, educa- the education systems have half enough funding that they need okay. to be able to really teach the kids. I thought, I thought you were saying the government. I have That's a rebuttal was, after that, so I'm going after Haji. Okay, All right. and then another thing I would say too is y'all keep forgetting about the preschool to prison pipeline. So at the end of the day, what they're, I think it's like third grade, but it's like they already have a consensus with, set you're up. You talking about with the, with the test? No, like basically, if you can't read at a certain level by third grade, right, they're already built. In yeah. regards to the test, like the FCAT, the yeah, or, like those stand, standardized tests yeah. in general. If you don't demonstrate certain reading levels by a certain age, they're already building a bed for you. Yeah. So when you take that into account, I don't really think it's really like anybody's fault just because in our communities, 
a lot of people, they don't have the time to sit up and be like, oh, I'm going to come home from work and tutor my kids. Because they're so focused on keeping a roof over the kid's head and keeping food on the table. And also, too, it's just kind of tricky because I feel like we're getting to that generation where the education that they're giving us is not enough to keep us occupied. I think that's really what it is. I don't think it's a situation of how well the kids can read or how I don't think children are engaged anymore because the stuff that they're teaching in these public schools is not helping us at all. They're changing the education that they're teaching, period, too. So, I mean, yeah. I will agree with that one thing, that the education needs to adapt to the attention span that the kids have nowadays because they are on TikTok, they are on social media, they are playing video games 24-7, so their attention span is not going to be that I can sit in a classroom for eight hours and read a book right. and do worksheets. But I do not believe that it is completely the government's fault. Yes, the government is set up for us to fail, but it's been set up for us to fail since I was in first grade. And it's up to the parent to hold their kid back. But parents are too worried about the social impact that's, that it's going to have has on a, them and the perspective of others impact, looking though. at them. It doesn't matter. Do you want your kid to read or not? Friend, you got to think about the social impact of a student staying back in school, especially no. when you don't have the means to relocate I don't care. them to if a new my, school. If my child cannot read, I don't care if you have friends. I would homeschool like, a child before I sit up and make okay, them stay Okay, we'll back. do that then, but, but don't but let them continue but, to go on but when you look the education at, system but, not being able to read. What you, what because what are they there for? for? But right. at the same time, all I'm going to say is this. In your regular adult day-to-day -day life, like the majority of the people in our whole society haven't even been to college before. You know what I'm saying? So reading, it may seem like a big deal just no, because we're in definitely. What are talking about? No, no. no. Y'all not letting no, me finish. No, I'm just saying, no. I'm not saying that them not being able to read is good. No. no. <laughs> all no. I'm saying is that. No. I'll finish my point. Go ahead. Go so ahead. all I'm saying is that we look at things a certain way just because we've been exposed to like the collegiate lifestyle and we ha feel like we have all the answers to make things better. But at the same time, it's just one of those things where like you have to take a different approach that doesn't look as like formal that doesn't look like formal education. And that different approach is holding your child back. Yeah, but I don't. Or think that's the, if I don't you're think not that's gonna sit at if home, you hold your, if you're yeah, exactly. And even okay, exactly. even if you don't, don't hold your child back, you have to be helping them. You yeah. need to be involved in these the kids, in the classroom with them. The but some parents really cannot do that. Okay, it doesn't like that's a, that's what I'm trying to explain. Well, a solution just, needs to be made because at the end of the day, these kids are our future. If they're not educated, they're not gonna be able to do the job that they are But I'm just saying, I've been. You hold a kid back. It also forces the kid to take accountability for his actions. What? He realizes well, all his friends have moved forward. I'm not. Right. He's gonna I'm not doing that. He's gonna be like, "Wow, so you want them why, to am, be dumb? why am I still?" They're not in gonna be dumb because it's socioeconomic. Don't be different. But I'm just saying. No. How do you know that though? You can't just say okay, that. Okay, here's no. the situation. Here's the situation. No, I'm saying for Title One schools, brother, those kids, st some kids stay back and they are still not able to really catch up. And then also some kids stay back and they. Literally, that social part, we're making that seem like it's such a small element in the education process. Okay, but it's a big element, but at the end of the day, it's not an important element when you're grown and you can't read. I agree, but I'm just saying, like... I just think that the social aspect I don't is at think, the bottom I don't of think, my priorities when I don't my child think holding a child back is the, is the only answer. If you don't hold them back, you need to take off work and help them read then. If they, the, aren't if they take off work, home. then they can't. 
Well, then hold your cake back. A solution needs to be made at the end you of the day. You can't just let them go on way. without As a parent, you can't say as an excuse, I, oh, I have to work, do this, that, and the third. Yes, you do to take care of your kids. I would say. But you need to also do to make sure what, bro, what you I need really to do as a parent. And also, I say the solution is to pay teachers more, personally. No, no, no. I think it is. That is not going to do anything. Because the curriculum is still going to be the same. Yeah, but at least you can't read. But at least they'll be in my sixth grade classroom reading on a third grade level. But you know why? sixth grade curriculum. when they were. Are they gonna read when at? they were in the third you grade? You just giving me a paycheck to babysit your dumb kids. Like what? what I'm saying is this: when you're when they're in that elementary level, Jamal a lot of kids who can't left. read. And yes, I do believe teachers need a pay raise because they are having to da- to battle these situations. But what I'm saying they're is they're having to teach kids that aren't even on the level that they're supposed to be teaching. So of course they need a pay raise. Oh my! God. They doing the the. I understand, but what I'm trying beyond. to say is most of the time, what happens with these teachers, the reason a lot of students can't get that education is because they're lacking the attention they need because the classrooms have too many students and not enough professors or not enough teachers and we see that on the university level so by funding the educational system more in this country our tax dollars that we pay for asking them to give more money more people no, okay. won't be afraid to sign up to be teachers this is what I'm gonna do. and it'll be less students to one teacher with the whole education system for one i feel like yeah they keep changing it too much for these kids like yeah there's no consistency it's changed like three four times since i done been out of been out of school yeah and um like two also how the the education system works i don't like it because when you speak about funding like cdf schools don't get funding they don't so how are you expecting these kids to learn and they don't have the resources to learn literally so you setting them up for failure literally then it's like okay i move the child forward and they're still not on a, on that level and they're just going to keep moving forward keep moving forward and but i'm saying if gonna, you hold their child back in an underfunded school either way Either way, it's a lose-lose situation. I'm not saying but that I feel like children should grow up and not okay, be able to read. I can see I that definitely, that But I've met people. In an underfunded Like, I've met school, people who were like, but I'm not were like 60 that, like, and couldn't read. I'm not using that underfunded as an excuse either because at the end of the day, like, <clears throat> as a parent, you got to. It is you your gotta, job. Yeah, your you gotta, responsibility to make sure your yeah, child you gotta is going to get with up there. Yeah, you got to work with your child. Like, it should, yeah. it, you got to work with your child. And you can say that they're working nine to five, but at the end of the day, you're cooking dinner. You need to be having them sitting at the table reading flashcards to you. I agree, there but has I to also be some feel type like of replacement for them to Because also, sit too, a lot of kids are not doing them. nothing over the summer. I, they just right. doing what, what they you do. Doing? Like, yeah, but. They sit in their room playing video games when they should be sitting there reading a book until until they read a chapter. Then you go play your video games. Like, it should be like a reward system. I agree, but. But I'm just saying, being that, like, as an adult, you pay taxes for the school system to be tailored but to what your I agree, needs. But so uh, why aren't, same way we're not making them sit at a, t- well, I'm saying weird. I'm not no, I'm not no parent. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. But same way parents aren't able to do that, it's like we're raising all these concerns, but where are the black faces in the school board meetings in these impoverished communities? They be there. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I don't know they if you've seen, be. but Houston, actually, our Dallas superintendent, I think it's Mike, but he was horrible. Like, he ran Dallas into the ground, and now he's in Houston, and the Houston parents are upset because they know what he did in Dallas. They went to, like, the town hall or whatever to talk about this, and his response was he created, like, a play mocking what happened at the town hall. Like, no change was made, and now their kids are still have the same not good curriculum and everything else and it's just like what are you supposed to do what i can say though like in like when i was in school they did used to do stuff like pull outs like yeah in your regular class they'll pull you out but right it's like and it's work not, with you in enrichment and yeah stuff and like they'll that. and they'll yeah. work with you and stuff like that so i'm not gonna talk down really too much on the school system because when they doing all of this and they are getting they are being underpaid 
Yeah. So it's like, and not only that, they got so many kids to make sure it's on track too. Yeah. So yeah. you, somebody has to, if it's not the parent, the parent needs to put somebody else to place to just reinforce what the teacher is saying. I'm going to say this. Okay. One, I feel like especially now, especially in Florida, the government the government is definitely setting our children up to where they're not learning what they need to learn mm-hmm. and what they're learning has no application to, to any real, life skills world, to yeah. the real world or anything. I agree. That's number 1. Number 2. I feel like being that we know that the government isn't trying to support our future kids establish the skills and education needed for them to be successful in any area whether they're going to college whether they're going to a trade whatever aspect of life they're not trying to set them up for that we have to understand whether whenever we have kids or if there's young adults who currently have kids now we have to understand the fact that these people are not going to care about our kids like we care about our kids so at the end of the day no matter what the factors no matter what the circumstances are with the system the school whatever this that and the Third, you as a parent, you need to make sure that you're doing what you need to do to make sure that your kid is at the level where they need to be. So whatever route they want to take in life, they have options, but they have the skills and knowledge how to get to those areas. And saying, oh, the system, this school is underfunded, this, that, and the third. It's always going to be like that because they're never going to change. They don't want black children to be able to So I'm saying unless we take the initiative for the kids, it's not going to work. Because the kids are kids. They're going to do what they want. And if the parents don't enforce that on the kids, then we're not making any progression. But another thing I'd like to just point out, well, I'd like to point out two things. One, I want to point out just the awareness of just potential mental health illnesses and development disabilities that a lot of children have that just get overlooked in the school system because of overpopulation and underfunding. And another thing I want to say, too, is this, like I said, y'all may not agree with it. I just feel like if a lot of children in most schools aren't even allowed to have their phones, it's like as a professional, as a teacher, I would never get on TikTok talking about how dumb my students are. I feel like, and I know, like, I know we're talking about it and it sparks dialogue that needs to be had, but I can just imagine a student watching her on TikTok feeling like, dang. No, like, I'm glad they Well, maybe they need to go get a book. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, TikTok it. is, you could be I speaking on it at TikTok, thing. but it's like, there's it's bringing other awareness to it. I there's other places to even, be speaking about it. The fact that there's regard, so many teachers, what, there's, what there's better places to be speaking about it. Like, first of all. But go. nobody's listening to them. They're, they they go to the board meetings. They go to parent-teacher conference and tell them about their kids, but they're not listening. And who's to say they haven't had those conversations so, with no, those kids No, they literally already. said that in the videos on TikTok. That's why they're coming to TikTok to let it known. I've seen, I've seen at least 10 videos of teachers coming up saying, this is what's happening. We are getting no results. What are we supposed to do? They're coming us for help. I'm so I think that it's really it. good that they're speaking on it because I mean, I now think it's, it's bringing good, awareness. But- I don't have a child, but awareness is like I don't have a child, so I don't know what's going on in the classroom. What What are we gonna do? That's I what mean, they speaking the most, I mean, I but that's like, where the conversation starts. So are we like, can start right. creating as as, solutions? As far as college students, one thing I maybe would say, a parent will look at their child. Dang, Danny, can you read? Come here. And they're going to see if they can. Yeah, a lot of yeah. people, a lot of parents is going to start I know when I saw the videos, I sent it to my mom and I was, because I have a brother, he has dyslexia. So his reading has always been hard for him. And I know the system is not going to just like, you know. Accommodate. Well, he does get pulled out of class sometimes. But, you know, that's that can only go so far. But we put him in tutors. We do that, this and the third so that he can get better. Right. But I'm saying like every family, especially the families of children, who can't read by the time they're in sixth grade don't have the means to do that because when you really think about it some parents are you know some parents are you know suffering drug abuse whatever what have you but no parent wants their kid to turn 12 and not be able to read on their reading level no parent will want that so that's the only 
thing I was just trying to say. Like I understand. Mm-hmm. Like we trying to we trying to find a find somebody to point the finger at. It's the parents. I'm pointing. And I'm not parents. gonna point it at the parents because no parent wants that. At the end of the then day, if they don't want whatever it, direction we point, whoever fingers at, somebody needs to do something. Like more. I think and back onto the um the social aspect, I feel like it's more embarrassing for them to go to high school level and they can't read because now you're sitting in the classroom, we doing group reading and you can't read. And that's bullying right there. Oh, you stuttering and you can't read. We in ninth grade. You in tenth grade. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna be worse than you getting held back. But I'm saying like if you get held back and you still end up not being able to read because the si- the situation that prevented you from being able to read the first time still persists. Like the elementary school I went to. I don't think you that's should the get type held of stuff. That's the stuff that would happen in my elementary school. Like we all pass up and we see people in the second grade line and we in the third grade. But it's like the people who stayed back 15 times probably not 15. They only let you get like two. <laughs> the people who's in class with us, they still didn't know how to read, and they were removed from their age group. So to me, I feel like, like what Camille is saying, if you're gonna hold a child back, the moment that conversation gets to be had, I don't think it should be done at a certain age, just because that social aspect of it is mm-hmm. very, very, very huge, especially when you get to the collegiate level. Most of the issues we have are social. Most yeah. of the issues we have are social. Grades may be one thing, but it's always some actual life thing that's affecting that. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like holding a child back as a solution, I'm not a fan of it because I remember being in elementary school and I used to see how people get treated when they get held back and they have to stay at the same school and all their friends are passed up. And even without a friend thing, all the teachers talking about you too. Because right. you see how they talking about, if they talking about that like that on, face, on Facebook and TikTok where millions of people can see them, they sit in these teacher, they sit at lunch and talk so bad about students. Mm-hmm. And at, as a student, I was like, mm, that's crazy. But now that I'm an adult, like, it kind of makes me mad. Because I'm like, dang, like, that's crazy. Only reason why I say I don't think kids should be held back in elementary school is because it really mess you up in the long run for, like, when you do reach high school and stuff like that, especially if you do get on track, but then let's just say you want to play sports. Like, you can't yeah. play sports in high school after you turn 18. Like, yeah. it stops at 18. So they're going to be You miss out in. on a lot of stuff. Yeah, you are going to miss out on stuff. But if your behind can't read, then... I would just say, like, if you guys, like, if a parent makes the decision, I'm going to hold my child back, you have to also make the decision to be a proactive parent. That's all I would say. Like, you have to be ten toes down. And I feel like, honestly, I'm not going to point the finger at us, but I will say, as a community, as a black community, we have to do better. I feel like the moment you become an adult, we do have a a debt to our community to do something to enhance that. If you're not doing nothing on the weekends, like, why aren't you tutoring kids? That's just how I feel, like. When it comes to community service and stuff, like trash pickups are cool. Why nobody mentoring the kids? I mean, we are, but you understand what I'm Being saying. Being more like, intentional yeah, with like the type of service. A lot of people in the community that's grown as heck, mm-hmm. especially the people who got the big bucks, the real dollars and stuff like that. A lot of black people who they get up and then they leave the black community for dead. You could be coming back funding these students' education. Like you could be coming back a lot of investing that, into though. students. I okay. I honestly feel like that. We're at a state now to where we can't say we don't know what the problem is. It's all over TikTok now. It's all over social media. We understand what the problem is. So even whether you think holding your child back is a solution or not, a solution needs to be had. So if you make the decision for your child to be withheld back another year or have them move on, you as a parent or you as a young adult, you need to figure out a game plan to where what you need to do to make sure that your child is caught up what extra work they need to do plus the work they're already given in school to make sure that they're caught up and they're at the level where they need to be and also making sure that they 
can actually read and comprehend exactly. and that they're not just reading and remembering things because my friends who stayed back that's the type of stuff that they would go through like they would just remember everything that they learned it wasn't like they were actually comprehending or you know what i mean they weren't resonating with anything that they were actually reading they just remembered all the materials yeah <laughs> we're gonna get into our remarks shout outs but let's give our shout outs and then we'll go from there who want to go first i'd like to shout out honestly i'm gonna shout out j school and fam you just because already this is just starting to be like one of the busiest semesters i've ever had but at the same time like i can see like the professionalism really coming into play and i just i'm thankful for the challenge so i'm gonna I'm get i'm gonna give fam you a shout out i would like to give a shout out to my parents and I want to give a shout out to all my friends. You guys know who you are. I love you all. Um, I want to give a shout out to sisters. We got some events coming up this week. They probably would have been had by the time this um, episode pubs. So yeah, be looking out for that ice cream social and be looking out all my men out there. Be looking out for the pageant interest meeting. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, real, real, real tea. And yeah. Um, I don't really got no shout outs I could do. I'll do an affirmation. I'm just going to affirm that everything I have going on right now transitions into my later life when I get like my dream job, my dream pay, my dream crib, everything like that. Like, and more too. Yeah, like everything I'm doing now, I hope like it really do help me in the future and just set me up. Um, I don't know if I have any shout outs. Let me think. I would just say my affirmation is though, oh, remember your roots. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been telling my friends recently because October is homecoming and October is scouting season for these orgs. If you know, you know. So just remember where you came from that original friend group that you have don't let them be clouded in the back when you do start these processes that FAMU is known of known for whatever yeah remember your roots remember where you came from because they're going to be the ones that are there for you in the end okay um I want to shout out y'all shout out to and I also want to shout out J School because wow, this we've been in school for what four weeks, bro, and we and I've done and we're, it's and been a lot. And we're limping around. It's been a lot, and <laughs> it's it's kind of stressing me out a little bit because I've never done half the stuff I'm doing before, and it's just it's getting me somewhere though. Like you know, it's, it's preparing me, but I'm stressed. Like, yeah, but yeah, just shout out that for that. For sure. So, first, shout out to God always. Uh, also, shout out to my family, friends, and loved ones. As well as shout out to the Motion Crew. What y'all think of the Motion Crew? I like that. Motion Movies, Motion Crew. We're going to talk about that after, but shout out to the crew. But actually, a special shout out to them for real because I would say one reason why we established this platform was to have open open conversations and create conversations for young adults to relate to and have conversations amongst their other peers, family, friends, and loved ones, even if you're not a young adult. So I appreciate the fact that we're even able to have these conversations and allow our intelligence, our knowledge to flow against one another and be able to be open-minded with our different perspectives and whatnot. I feel like my mind hasn't really been challenged like that until you know a platform like this has been established. So I, I do appreciate that for sure. I have two affirmations, one, that our pop-up mixer is gonna be 100 out of 10 everything's gonna work out amazing and it's just gonna get bigger and bigger from there oh shout out to mind race d anthony as well too who we will be doing the pop-up mixer with but as well as always be open-minded there's gonna be conversations had i'm already knowing this not gonna be the first episode where it's probably gonna be confrontational we're gonna have more controversial conversations but it's for the benefit of y'all and whatnot so always be open-minded to other perspectives other mindsets 
other ideas and try to integrate that to your mind to to grow and be a better you for sure but yeah that's all i gotta say for sure and yeah shout out to everybody as well too just jamal's half as well too but that being said we appreciate y'all for tuning in to another episode of millennials in motion we're gonna be back at it again with another episode soon y'all we stay tuned y'all we need a word oh we do need a word what's the word y'all I like that. Okay. I'm messing with it. All right. The word Comment that word. Nyla always big. has the best word. I do. She do. <laughs> All right. Comment that it is. to be a featured guest. Be a featured guest. Or feature guest, if yeah. you want to be a guest in general, just DM the page to get more information. But definitely DM the word sassy. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. So appreciate y'all. And y'all stay tuned for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. What's up, Motion Movers? It's your favorite Millennials in Motion co-host, Ryan, here to let you guys know, if you do not already, we highly encourage you guys to follow our social media page, Millennials.in.motion, on both Instagram and TikTok to receive the latest updates and upcoming exciting things we have for you guys this season. Continue enjoying this episode, where we're going to really give the real spill. Let's get it. Let's go. Presented by 90.5, The Flavor Station.